Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Training with Tucker podcast. This is episode 80. 8-0. Hard to believe I've done 80 of these, but here we are. Hoping to uh, continue the consistency here with the podcast in 2024. So back one week after recording uh, last week's episode. So on a roll, starting off the new year uh, on a good trend. So today I'm going to chat a little bit about one of my intentions for 2024. Um, I'm big on when we turn the page to a new calendar year, setting some intentions, setting some goals, uh, you know, people could call them resolutions, but, um, you know, that sort of thing, just using the opportunity of this new year to pick out some things that we think we can do better, think we can focus on to, um, you know, keep ourselves focused and motivated and inspired and, um, you know, set some, some objectives for the upcoming year so that we, you know, can, uh, you know, when we look back on this year, we were happy with what we did and how we did it and, and all of those things. So, uh, the main goal that, or the main thing that I'm going to talk about today is one of my intentions. That's a little vague. Um, but hopefully I can explain kind of how I'm approaching it. And if you feel inspired to follow along in some way, um, I invite you to, to join me on this one. So, uh, the intention that I've set is to do better, to be the best version of myself in this world. Uh, so that, you know, can be taken in many different ways, uh, for you. But for me, what that mostly looks like is I want to limit as much as I can, the impact and the harm that I have on the planet, primarily, um, but also on animals and other humans as well. And I want to do more things and increase the, you know, the amount of positive positivity and and that sort of stuff that I put into the world. So um, this came to me because as many probably know, I am vegan and I have been for coming up on five years. It'll be five years in a, in a couple months here. And it's something that when I initially made the transition to eating plant-based, I, I saw it as something that I was doing for, you know, for myself, and, uh, you know, also for other reasons like, you know, for the animals and for the environment. But I saw it as, okay, this is my decision and I, you know, I'm not going to convince other people to change their minds, but, you know, I'll have conversations with people and tell them, you know, my reasoning and, and kind of hope that they're open to that. And who knows, maybe down the road they will consider this kind of a lifestyle shift as well. And over the last year or so, it's become more and more obvious to me that to me that's not enough changing my my habits changing my lifestyle um, to live in this way only changes one person out of the billions we have on this planet and that barely moves the needle 
And so I've been more outspoken both to my friends, my circles, but also on social media around this topic because I believe that there are many, many people that I interact with on a daily basis who are very smart, um, very knowledgeable and educated, and yet they continue to do this thing that I see as, you know, kind of being ignorant in a way. Many people know the atrocities that go on in, in animal agriculture. They know that the food they are consuming isn't good for their health. They know that the way we, um, the way that we produce food in this world is not sustainable and is not good for the planet. They know all of these things, but they, they push them into the background and they, they're able to kind of justify it because they're like, well, this is just one thing that I've always done and I'm going to always continue to do this because that's just what I do. Or they, you know, have made changes in other areas of their lives, but they love, they love eating meat and they love cheese and they love dairy and they're not in eggs and they're not willing to, to change because at the end of the day, food is very, um, cultural and emotional and, uh, you know, there, there's a lot tied into it and they're not willing to make that shift. And so for me, the reason why I've come up with this, this intention of trying to figure out where my blind spots are is because what I've realized is that for many of these people, they are doing a lot of positive things. They are kind and generous people. They are good friends. They are good partners. They are good parents. They are, um, they are recycling and they are trying to bike to work and trying to, you know, do a lot of the things to limit the harm on, on the planet. And they are good to animals. They give money to charity. They volunteer. They do a lot of really positive things. And so for me, it, it has become hard to wrap my head around how these people who do so much good and they're so kind and caring and, and all of these things could continue to eat in a way that is doing so many negative things to the animals, to the planets, and to their health. And so what I realized was if I am feeling this way, it's very possible that there are people looking at me thinking the same exact thing. They are thinking, Tucker is doing all of these things. He's vegan. He is, um, you know, recycles and he is, you know, uh, hopefully people think I'm kind and, uh, and generous and all of those things. And I'm a good friend and I really try to, to be a good person, but how can he be doing this? How can he be doing that? And so it's my intention to try and have conversations with people and figure out what am I missing? What am I doing that, uh, you know, that, that I could be doing better, could be doing differently. I already had a great conversation with um, my roommate, actually, and he's a big car guy. And one of the things he said to me was, hey, something you can do is be better about taking care of your car. 
you know, he said it in, in different words, but, um, you know, we've had many conversations about, about my car and the maintenance that needs to be done on it. And I'm trying to do more of that myself to, to save money. And I showed him kind of a list of things that the dealership recommends I do. And, you know, really, I think where, where his comment came from was like, he understands that in order to keep a car on the road for as long as possible, you have to do the maintenance. And he is always tinkering on his car and doing work on it and like cleaning things out and doing all of that. And I'm, I'm not that person. I don't know anything about cars and I try to, you know, just have smarter people kind of do the work or tell me what to do. And so that was something that kind of a light bulb went off. I was like, man, that's a great point. I love my car. If I want this car to be on the road and not go to, to a scrapyard in five, 10 years and be able to run for, for a long time, uh, I need to take better care of it. So that was already something that, that has come up from this, having these conversations. And I'm hopeful that more of those revelations will, will come out of this intention. Um, so that's something that I'm thinking about this year that I'm focused on is trying to limit the harm that I have on the planet, on people, on animals, and do better, do more things uh, that enact positive change in, in the world. And so I think it's a very broad intention and whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't necessarily need to mean going vegan or giving up your car and biking to work or, um, you know, whatever. It doesn't need to be something specific uh, that I've mentioned. It can be anything, really anything that you want, um, anything that you feel drawn to. Uh, something that I've done over the last few months is I've started volunteering at a animal sanctuary in Erie, Colorado. And, you know, while volunteering in an animal sanctuary is something that feels very, um, you know, it's important to me, it's very rewarding, and uh, it's brought a lot of joy and positivity into my life. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be that for you. It can be anything. It can be anything that you feel called to do, anything that you feel is important and you feel passionate about. But volunteering is something that I would certainly encourage everybody to consider because giving back is um, it's very special. It's a, it's a special feeling to do something with, the, with no expectation of getting something in return. And, and, and in doing that, you do get something in return. You get the, the, the positive feelings um, that, that come with devoting your time and energy to a good cause that you care about. So that is something that, that I think is a great option. Um, you know, I, for me, the consuming less animal products is something that I'm passionate about. So I'm going to throw out a few ideas here because I do believe that the vast, vast majority of the people in this world, and I would, I would say 100% of you listening, care about all the things that I care about. You care about animals. You don't want bad things to happen to animals. Of course not. You probably have had pets throughout your life and you've, you know, maybe you've saved an injured bird. You know, you've done positive things and you care about animals. Um, you care about the planet. You want this place to be 
preserved and you, you want it to, you know, we don't want to burn the Amazon. We don't want to uh, have more extreme uh, weather situations like floods and hurricanes and tornadoes and droughts and forest fires. You, you don't want those bad things to happen that are tied into climate change. Um, you don't want to deal with uh, heart disease and diabetes and, you know, all of these negative potential health outcomes from consuming a highly processed um, standard kind of American diet. And so you all probably feel this way, and yet you continue to probably consume animal products. And, you know, some, some don't. Uh, so here's, here's a few ideas that I, that I think can be helpful to, um, you know, to move in the right direction. Um, I'm saying right because it's what I believe is right. doesn't mean everybody believes it's right. But anyways, to move in the right direction, a couple ideas. Veganuary, if you haven't heard of it, it's the idea of going vegan for January. Now we're already over a week into January, so you could just do the rest of January. That might be a bit more than, than people can handle at this time. But how about going uh, without meat for one day per week? Or how about going without meat for a weekend? Um, or try going vegan for one day per week uh, and see how that feels. You could also start with one item. This is a great way to start moving that direction. Is trying Because I think one of the hardest things about going plant-based is changing your shopping habits and changing your cooking habits. We all are very habitual and we get used to walking through the grocery store in the same way. We tend to go to the same place, the same aisles first, and we work in a very systematic way. Uh, we have our habits and they are very ingrained and it's hard to break out. So here's an idea, very simple one. I think a lot of people have already made this shift, um, but the reality is we have been, uh, we have been told that consuming cow's milk is somehow important for our health. It, it makes absolutely zero sense. Zero sense. We, we stopped consuming human milk at a very young age because we no longer need it. We do not need the nutrients from our mothers. Why would we consume the milk of another animal if we do not need our mother's milk? Right? We get all the nutrients we need from other sources. We do not need to consume dairy milk so if you haven't already plus not to mention so many people have lactose intolerance some level of lactose intolerance or, or sensitivities to to dairy and and may not even realize it it might be impacting how you feel it might be impacting your digestive system and you don't even realize that it's because you're consuming dairy so i would say that is a fantastic place to start consume uh, or go to the grocery store the next time and instead of picking up dairy milk, get soy milk and try that. See how that feels. Uh, if you already have transferred to a plant-based milk, try uh, switching your cheese. Now, cheese is a tough one because cheese has not, in my opinion, been perfected to the way that uh, dairy replacements and meat replacements have. 
cheese is still in the works. But I do think for me, as somebody who was a cheese lover, cheese was something that I thought, all right, this could be tough for me to give up. And so when I first started consuming plant-based products, I switched to plant-based cheeses. I used diet cheese and that helped me because it, it kind of gave me, it, it allowed me to continue the habits that I already had of consuming cheese, even though I don't think it tasted as, you know, it didn't taste the same. It still allowed me to maintain that habit. And then what I realized was that I actually didn't feel like I needed cheese. I could replace, you know, having a cheese and cracker snack with having a snack of apples and peanut butter. Uh, something else that still I enjoyed, tasted great, but wasn't cheese. So try that. Try one item. Try swipping, switching out one item from a animal-based to a plant-based product and see how that goes. There are plenty of options out there now. That's the great thing about plant-based diets in the year 2024 is that there, there are plenty of options. It's not the stereotype that at least I had in my mind when I was, I don't know, a teenager that vegans just eat salads. That's not the case. There's plenty of delicious vegan plant-based foods out there for you to choose from. So that would be my advice. A couple things that you can think about if going towards a plant-based diet is something you're interested in. Try swapping out just one item try swapping out one day. And the key is you have to make it taste good. You cannot go from consuming these highly processed food items that have been designed to taste a certain way, elicit certain hormonal responses, um, and be addictive, frankly. You can't go from consuming those things to consuming a bland salad and have that be a sustainable shift. So my advice, and this is something that I did early on, is I looked up vegan recipes for dishes that I really found tasty and that I really enjoyed. So for example, one of my favorite meals is lasagna. So I looked up vegan lasagna recipes. Making a cashew ricotta um, is super easy and super super tasty is very easy to make a delicious vegan lasagna i did that early on because it tasted great it was rich and flavorful and creamy and so it wasn't like i was switching from all of these things i loved to forcing myself to eating things i didn't love i was able to continue eating the meals i liked but without animal products without causing any harm to animals so that would be my, my advice is find some meals that you think are tasty, that you already eat, go on Google, type in vegan whatever recipe and see what you find. There's so many great ways to, to make delicious vegan foods. I realize this episode is probably a little bit of me standing on a soapbox here and preaching and being the preachy vegan. And, and what I've kind of come to grips with is that I'm okay with that. I would rather be the preachy, pushy, annoying vegan and maybe move the needle a little bit than just sit back, live my own life and allow continue to just 
peacefully continue to go about their business and think that they are doing no harm. Because you are. If you're consuming animals, you are doing harm. That's just the bottom line. And and everybody knows this, right? I read this great book recently called Eating Animals. And one of the things that they talked about in there was that when they were discussing naming the book, they were a little conflicted because they knew that by naming a book Eating Animals and having the cover look the way it did, people would have a reaction. People would see it and they would know if they were consuming animals, they would know they didn't want to open that book because they knew that it was going to, they knew what it was going to contain. They knew it was going to contain negative facts about the animal agriculture industry. So most people know this stuff already. You have an idea that where you get things from is not a pretty place. The vast majority of meat that is consumed comes from factory farmed uh, situations where terrible, terrible things are happening to these animals. They are crammed into places and, and treated terribly and the slaughter methods are not safe and, and abusive and we know that all these things happen. We know that there are many animal-borne diseases that come from the animal agriculture industry. Uh, we know that consuming processed foods is not good for our health. We know that animal agriculture is bad for the environment. We know that the Amazon is continually getting uh, deforested to uh, provide more fields for uh, animal agriculture. We know all of these things, and yet we don't want to learn more about it because we're, we're repressing that information. And so I thought that was really interesting because I do think that that is the truth, that a lot of people, um, you know, when they, they see, let's say, a show on Netflix that I watched recently called We Are What We Eat, or You Are What You Eat, um, which is a fantastic show, definitely recommend checking it out. Um, they, they see that or they see um, a book like Eating Animals on a bookshelf and they immediately have kind of a... Um, you know, a negative reaction where they want to avoid this because they know that the information in there is going to reveal things that they may not be able to unhear or unsee. And so they kind of stay in this blinded uh, situation where they, they just block that stuff off and don't pay attention to it and continue to go about their, their daily lives without thinking about these things that they already kind of know. So anyways, I've blabbed on here quite a bit and I think you get the point at this at this stage. So I started this by talking about my intentions and then kind of went down the rabbit hole of, of helping hopefully reveal some things to you all. But anyways, uh, my intention for 2024 is to figure out where my blind spots are. I rambled on there about the blind spots that I believe many people have around consuming animals, but I want to figure out where my blind spots are. What things that, that I'm doing that are causing harm? What things am I doing um, that I could be doing better? So that is my intention for 2024. I invite you to join me if you feel, uh, feel drawn to, and, and it can look like whatever you want it to look like. I also would like to say that, that my door is open. I've only been vegan for 
four and a half years, but I still believe that I have some knowledge and experience that can be helpful, especially because I did not so long ago consume the standard American diet. I know some of the challenges um, and some of the pitfalls that can come along with making that kind of a lifestyle switch. So reach out if you have questions. I would love to help people um, or have these conversations with people to hopefully help them incorporate a more plant-based diet into their lives. So with that, I will uh, step off my soapbox and I will talk to you again next week. Please send in any questions, any comments, any um, you know requests for different topics you'd like me to cover in this upcoming season of the Training with Tucker podcast. And I would uh, be happy to discuss those topics in future episodes. So hope you have a great rest of your day. 